Good morning, good morning. It is your girl T, and I am really excited to be waking up with you again this morning. Podcast number two. Yesterday was 1.5 because I got interrupted, and then I had to like retrain my brain, and that may happen today. So this may be called 2.1.5. I have no idea, but we'll see when we get to the end. So today I want to talk about um, actually building business. The reason why I do what I do is because my, I come from a family of entrepreneurs. My dad's an entrepreneur. My brothers are entrepreneurs. They have their own businesses. One of my brothers uh, graduated from college, built a successful engineering business, and sold it for millions of dollars already before he was, well, I think he was 41 when that happened. And so like, we come from successful people that know how to create systems and know how to create business. And not everybody comes from a family like that or is built like that or learns from that because the things that I learned as a child or, you know, as a teenager, mostly when I was getting into the part where my dad hired me as one of the employees, I wasn't just a child doing chores anymore. Um, he hired me. He started paying me. I think he started paying me like $4 an hour. Like it was pathetic. Um, and then I worked my way up to like five twenty-five uh, an hour and, um, I really started getting the handle on what the what the work looked like. And so to any business, I'm going to go over the four things that the business takes to run. And most of the time people just see the um the successful part, you know, where you're the boss. You're like, "Oh yeah, well I want to be this boss." And you see that successful part of like I'm the boss, but there are these compartments that you need to understand that need to um, that need to flow and need to run in order to make the business work. Okay. So number one, you are the worker. You need to get down, get your hands dirty, see how much time the work takes, see how quick you can get at, uh, get at it. Um, and I know a lot of you are just like, well, I'm not really good at texting. Like I'm not really good at typing really fast. I'm not really good at checking my phone that often. Well, you have to get good at it. You are now the worker of the company. You need somebody to come into work. And even if you're just like, okay, my business, because this is my business, right? My business has opening hours between 5 a.m. and 7 a.m. It has open hours between 12 and 1, because that's my lunch. And then I'm open from 5 o'clock to 8 o'clock. And then 8 o'clock on is me and my family. You can make whatever hours you want, but during those hours you clock in, you really clock in to work. And so when I said that you're the employee first, you have to see yourself in that employee's shoes. Like, okay, like, grab your ketones or grab your coffee or grab whatever you drink in the morning, get your patches on, whatever you do. You have to clock into work. And you sit down at your desk, you sit down at your bed office, you sit down wherever. A lot of people can work in their bed. I personally can't. I cannot work in my bed. <laughs> like my bedroom is my sanctuary. My business stays out of my bedroom and only like fun time stays in the bedroom. I've compartmentalized my life like that because that's what I need. My energies need that. And so maybe ask yourself this. Could your business run better if your energies were elsewhere? If you actually had a spot at the table that was set aside for you? Um, if you had 
your uh, your drawer, your bookshelf, your your pullout table, whatever. If you have your desk, if you have your if the spare bedroom is now yours, go there. Make that place your office because you are, like I said, number one, you're the employee. Now, I've heard this multiple times and I had no idea what it meant until I got there. So in my company, we run ranks, like we run one through 10. And so it's almost like in other companies, it's like diamond or a triple star or a premier elite, all that stuff. So we run ranks and they say once you get to a rank four, there's, there's a plateau. Like you, most people, they, they've seen it. And I'm just like, well, if you've seen it, like, why don't you fix it? <laughs> but let me tell you what this plateau is once you hit this certain rank. And maybe it's just once you hit um, a certain achievement, you get here. Um, you start realizing how your points come from your team members. And when we market a product, we market a service, we market a business, we're marketing to other people to do the business too and to be as excited about it too and to bring in those points for us too. And so when we get to a certain level, we get into, which I'm going to go over number two in your four pillars of business, is your management level. And you find out really quick how good you are to manage, how good you are to train. Because if you know that you're the employee and you figured out the system, you run the system, and that's how you've gotten your sales, then you should be able to train that system to the next person. It's like you just got upgraded from sales associate to floor manager. But it happens so fast for some people that they're not ready for it. And so I'm telling you right now, if that's you, get ready for it. Do some work right now where you are teaming up with other members of the team, where you're doing your roundtables on Thursday nights or uh, whatever night you choose. You get other people on your social media and have a group setting, live video, where you can show other people, you know, what's going on. But you can also talk to the people on the other side of the video. I'll be honest. I was on a round table last night and um, the other guests that came on, it was, you could only have four at a time on Facebook. And the guests that came on, uh, I just noticed they came on, they shared their story and like, that was it. And then it was just kind of like, whoa, well, Way to go. Like, I don't know. It was so weird. But that's how you learn. You have to stand in front of an audience. You have to say who you are. And then after you know who you are, you can just talk to people and introduce in yourself, like in the way you speak, what you do, what you're about, where your passions are, who's coming with you. And I know that no matter what business partner I have on my page, they're not a threat to me. People will go to others they know, like, and trust. And I'd rather have my clientele know, like, and trust me. 
I've gotten to the point right now that if somebody asks over three times how to take my product without even ordering my product, it's not in front of them, they, they don't have the product. And they've asked me more than twice, how do I take the product? I say, I'm sorry, like, I don't say I'm sorry, I can't help you. But I just say the same message over and over. It's now just, um, it's in my boards. It's customer service. And it's also, I can't handhold somebody through making a change in their life. I can't handhold somebody who has already researched the product too. She's already done all the research. You can't handhold them. If they're going to buy, they're going to buy. If they're going to join, they're going to join. But you have a vision of where you're going. And when you're in stage two or pillar two of your business and you're becoming that manager, remember where to draw your boundaries. Even with your fellow teammates, remember where to draw your boundaries. Also remember you have to speak up. You have to ask questions. That is where, that's what your team is there for. You have to ask questions. And even if you're running like the brick and mortar business and you're the business owner, you have to go to um, networking events. You have to get out in the public. I have scheduled me and my boyfriend three networking events that because of him, I have missed, but it's okay. It's okay because mostly the networking events are for the people that love to do the in-person contact and love to um, just share themselves and they're not on social media because I know not everybody, I mean, that's going to be listening to this podcast is on social media. That's kind of cool. When you do be prepared to learn. You're not born. You're born a leader. <laughs> like everyone is called, but few are chosen. So you're born the leader. You're called, but few are chosen because few learn. When you get around other people, learn how they manage their business, learn how they talk to their teammates, learn this. And it's a skill there. And I've, I've said this to some of my counselors in boss camp. Do not come into the chat before you have personally developed for the day. Because I can tell when you come into our captain's chat and you have not personally developed, I can totally tell because I know what that feels like. You cannot manage your business or even step into this, this level and excel until you start personally developing. So third pillar of your business is you're the executive manager. This third part means that not only are your people onboarded and they know what's going on, not only do they have support from the team, from trainings, 
from everything that's involved in your business, sometimes you're not having enough trainings. And I mostly see this in um, like the traditional business. Network marketing, I mean, still some of you are not having enough trainings. Your people need to know what to do right away. If they don't know what to do within the first two weeks, in the first 10 days, if they're not thrown into the fire, if they don't accept being baptized into the system of what, how your business runs, how the books are kept, or how the, um, how the floor is dealt with, then they fizzle out really quick. Some of them pop back. Some of them just hang on because they've got belief. There's something that you said to them. There's something that they heard once that they still have belief. You need to continue to build that belief in them. Invite them to things. Tag them in things. Have a group chat with them. But also, the ones that earn your time get that access. Like I said, boundaries. When you're an executive level, you draw a lot more boundaries with people that have access to your time. Especially if you have been the leader that has produced a lot of content and has saved it on their social media or produced a lot of, um, I have a leader that's produced so many podcasts. (laughs) She's produced so many podcasts. Go to the podcast, learn, and then earn your way back in. Some people can't earn their way in by showing numbers in the back office, by showing numbers or points, you know, to build towards the team, to help towards the rank, but they're showing a lot more in their service on a daily basis. Pour into those people. Not everybody works the nine to five. Work with the people that are home during the day and need something to do. And not just need something to do, they need a purpose. One of my teammates um, led our, we have a, a daily training, right? So every morning, power hour. And she led the power hour. And I kind of chuckled for a little bit but then realized how she needed purpose. Army wife, retired, now in her 50s. If you see her, she's very colorful. She's got purple or lavender hair. She's got uh, tattoo sleeves. And she's a badass. (laughs) And she's just like, I finally found more purpose in my life. It's not just selling a product or service. You'll find more purpose. And the people that find more purpose on your team will stick with you for life. And if all, if all they have to do is implement your system, it's a no-brainer that they will succeed. So pour into those people. And as the executive manager, it is your duty to reach out to those people. Last but not least, with the executive level of your business, You'll be managing employees. You'll know how to manage employees. You'll know how to train employees. You have developed leaders who can train employees. 
and the system flows and works. Last level is boss. The reason why I developed boss camp is because I knew that I needed something to bring out the boss inside me. And the first thing that I needed was structure. And I'm like, if I can lay out a whole social media plan of what I had to do on a daily basis and then taught my team how to do that, I gave them the scripts to say for every post and campaign that we ran. And then they got to live their daily life, but they needed to learn their brand. So I had to teach them on their brand. And all of a sudden boss camp, boom. We all should have steps during the day of how we open the store, how we open the books, how we open our business. Do you even look at your back office first thing? Do you even look at your books first thing? Do you look at the market first thing? What do you look at first thing to gauge you on your business? Some of you are still running this as a hobby and that's okay to run it as a hobby. But the reason why you join this business and you're listening to this podcast is because you're a boss and you know you're a boss. It's inside you. <laughs> there ain't no ifs, ands, or doubts about it. It's inside you. And so when you become this boss level, and I'm going to be honest, I'm not there yet. I am still striving to be this boss level. When you become the boss there are so many more problems and so many more rewards. Especially when you're in a network marketing space, the rewards are huge because you, you get rewarded from how you train your team. You get rewarded from the sales that you do right? You still get commissions. You still have your business where you are selling or your product, your service. You are, you are making that happen. But then you also get rewarded from your team and the team of the team. But it's because you built the foundation. You created the structure. You create the culture. You say when we're having the parties, you say when we're having the fundraisers, you say when we're getting together and we're working with another team to um, have a health program, you get to have that say. You get to even have the say if you want to participate in any of your mother company's campaigns. Like we have a campaign weekly. It's called Freebie Friday where our company gives away 20 experience packs of the product for free. All you have to do is watch a little video, comment your, the answer or fill in the blank of the answer to the post. Usually it's like the name of our product <laughs> and then put your Instagram handle in your name. People like to run that campaign. And then there's some people that don't, they don't like giveaways. It's not their thing. And that's totally cool. I grew up watching the prices, right? That was my life. I grew up with a Nana who loved to gamble. I grew up with money, 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 giveaway, 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 prize, 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 like so many things. I won my first um, concert tickets 
it, <laughs> I'm going to date myself back when I was 11 years old and I called in on the radio station Saturday morning and I won the tickets. Maybe later I'll mention the name of the band, but um, it's the one that goes. I don't know if you know that song back when uh, it was popular in 1997. Um, I love giveaways. And so it's something that I resonate with and I run with that campaign. So it's your business of how you want to then train everybody, all of the options to run campaigns within your company. Remember, some of your people, a lot of your people love the campaigns. They love the freebie Fridays. They love the giveaways. They love the buy two, get one free. They love the free gifts. They love the free swag. They love all of the free stuff. Like they're driven by that. And you can't neglect those people by saying, we're not going to run this campaign because I don't like them. When you're a boss, you're able to train that person on how to like the campaign how to implement it, how to use it in the system. And then run with it. So I hope that these tips help my four pillars of a business, of a company. Um, if you got some value from this, share it out. I got my first viewer yesterday on this new podcast, and I'm really excited for where it's headed. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day, and I'll see you again here tomorrow.